welcome to another Yogi Misfit session. My name is Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. On episode 33, I have Andrea Ferretti on the show. Um, she is who I like to call Super Mom. She is uh, married to Jason Crandall, who's my primary teacher. She is the creator and the host of Yoga Land Podcast, and she's all around just super rad, really super grounded. Um, and, and really, uh, really easy to talk to. It was kind of intimidating because I listened to her podcast uh, religiously, like all the time. So to have her on mine, I was like, Ooh, but it was so worth it. And so rad to have her on the show. We chat a little bit about how yoga has changed throughout the years as she's been in the game for a while. She worked at yoga journal, um, for a bit. So enjoy the episode. Of course, if you like it, please remember to leave a review and share it with your friends. Andrea Ferretti, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing really good. I'm just trying to uh, <laughs> compile a bunch of things into one day as I'm, I'm taking off. <laughs> so you're 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 heading out for the long weekend. Um, I mean, yeah, kind of, sort of. I'm I'm going out to teach in, in in Indianapolis, and so you know when you're I'm leaving on a on a Thursday morning, and so like now Monday through Sunday becomes just Monday and Wednesday. <laughs> I totally get it because even though I don't travel, you know, with Jason traveling so much, I take over full-time parenting duties when he's gone. So I, I, I just, I, I get the yoga teacher life. You should it's know, you should know, by the way, that my nickname for you outside of, <laughs> outside of Andrea is super mom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if you spend a few days at my house, I don't know if you'd still call me that. <laughs> <laughs> That's very sweet. That's very encouraging. I'll put it that way. Well, when you come up in conversation, you know, I'm always like, she's just like, you know, like what, the one woman show handling all of it. I can only because Jason travels so much. So you're just yeah, like, you're, hold, you're holding it down, man. Yeah. You know, she's five now. So I feel a little bit of a clearing in the clouds like, oh, she's not a baby anymore. When when she was a baby and he would go away, like he, he first he had to do this two-week gig in Japan when she was six weeks old. Yeah. That was hard. Like, <laughs> nothing will ever compare to that in my entire life. I bet. Feeling a lot more manageable. Yeah. Lot. yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. And you were probably like, uh, I just had a baby. What's going on right now? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was just, you know, I mean... I tend toward the anxious side of things to begin with. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I certainly like didn't have my yoga practice at that time. Um, so, and like a new baby. Yeah. I was like, whoa, it was, it was a big, but I, you know, but then you do it and, and you feel, I definitely feel so much more empowered since becoming a mom than I ever have before. It's funny, actually. I've recently I've had a bunch of like I had Jane Austen on the show, and I had uh, another friend, Allie of mine. There's like a lot of like mom stuff coming up on the, mm -hmm. for some reason in like the last few yeah. episodes. I've had like a lot of mom things going on. I don't know why, but hey, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's a child in your future. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> I, I myself. I don't, I don't know you well enough. I'm a seven year old myself, so like <laughs> we're good. Oh my gosh. You want to know the big secret? Everybody is yes. until like, it's like Jason and I talk all the time. I'm like, we are really a 
adults now, man, like for real, you know, it's like until, (laughs) I don't know, until this happens, I think everybody feels that way. And then you still sort of feel that way from time to time, even when you are. Well, and I say that yet I was, you know, I was just in LA visiting my sister and hanging out with my nephew. And as I'm leaving, my sister's like, you know, every time you come down here, I never really hang out with you. I'm like, yeah, because I'm hanging out with the kid because I freaking love hanging out with him. He's like the best, like, I'm the best gunkle. I call myself, you know, like I, I like, I love, and I show up for, for my nephew like so much it's like unlike anything else oh my gosh I'm sure she's really grateful for that because that's huge a lot of times sort of the opposite good friends who you've known for a long time or family members will show up and they don't play with your kid (laughs) and you're like wait I just I still have to pay attention to this person I can't put all my energy into you anymore so that's really sweet that's really nice yeah so yeah Andrew, you're on, uh, like I listened to your podcast, and now you're on the other oh. side. How's it going? <laughs> it's fun, actually. I feel really, um, I feel like really ready to go with the flow, which I don't usually feel on my own podcast. I yeah. usually kind of like pre, you know, pre-planning and all those things. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it is it like funny being on the other side, or is it just like the same? Well, you know, I think if I didn't do the interviews with Jason quite regularly I might feel a little a little um less confident right now but because he and I have these kind of back and forth conversations um I I feel pretty I I feel pretty good I'm feeling pretty good nice awesome I love it so you (laughs) start you started the podcast I mean I mean it was kind of a more of a recent thing but like beforehand I know like I'm just gonna like dive right right into this you were like you were you were at yoga journal and you were the editor there for a really long time about what was it like 10 years ago yeah well so I left um when they moved to Colorado so I actually went back to work after Sophia was born so it was about uh, I've I left there officially about three years ago. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But you yeah. were you were there for how long? Oh, I was there for. Let me think for a second. So we, I was there for about four. No, twelve years. Twelve years. Oh wow! In various yeah. capacities. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I wanted to ask you. I was thinking about this when you know we were kind of going back and forth, like getting you on the show, and I'm like, I know exactly what I want to talk to her about. You and I mean, you and Jason have been in the industry and and really have seen yoga change and grow in so many ways. I mean, I haven't been doing this nearly as long, but and even in the last few years, I've seen it grow. But I want to hear like I, I just want to see what you've seen that, that that's changed so much and 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 how it's grown and how it's shifted since, you know, it first started with, you know, I, I think at first it was like a publication as a magazine. And now you know, kind of everything else, like social media has really taken over the yoga game and so on and so yeah. forth and really changed. It seems like you don't just have to be a good teacher anymore. There's more of like a, a different aspect to, um, to yoga these days. To start with that is to kind of describe, um, what yoga journal was like when I started there. <clears throat> and when I, when I think about that time, um, it feels like it was like 1979 because it feels so much <laughs> smaller and like smaller than it is now, but it was 2002. So it wasn't that like in this, in the realm of, you know, it was the 21st century. Um, but when I started there, um, the magazine had recently been bought by John Abbott, mm-hmm. who was a very, 
um, longtime serious Iyengar yoga practitioner. And um, I'm sure he still is, even though he doesn't own the magazine anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it was, and you know, it had come off the heels of being founded by Judith Lassiter, who's also an Iyengar yoga teacher. Um, and so when I started there, it was very much... Um, in certain ways, like it was a Nyangar yoga magazine, you know, it was a, it was a smaller publication and it was really focused very much on quote unquote, getting the yoga right, you know? So I remember just feeling like distinctly like honored the first time I got to go to a photo shoot and help with, um, you know, spotting the model and help her with her poses and learning from the editor who was above me doing that, who was Todd Jones, who is this just great guy. Um, and I remember feeling, you know, just like really excited to talk to Patricia Walden for the first time. And, um, and then it was also in certain ways, very influenced by Buddhism because the, the editor in chief when I started was Catherine Arnold. Um, and she's, she's still really active in the Buddhist community. She works at spirit rock now. Okay. Okay. And yeah. And I was a student of Sarah powers when I came into yoga journals. So I had just finished up my 200 hour training Um, And Sarah Powers is really influenced by Buddhism. So I was like, just, I just loved that um, strain of philosophy. And like, that is still definitely the influential philosophical side for me. Um, So when a few years into Yoga Journal, we were like chugging along. And then I, you know, I, I don't know exactly how it started, although I suspect it started because the publisher needed to kind of bring more money into the magazine through bigger ad advertisers. It was kind of like, we need more lifestyle. We need more lifestyle. We need a bigger audience. We need to, um, we need to appeal. We need to compete with women's titles like shape and self on the newsstand. We need to stand out. We need to not just be, um, for, you know, the geekiest yogis in the crowd. Mm. And mm. like that started and that trajectory just never ended until I left. And it was just kind of like, I actually just had lunch yesterday with, with, with the last editor who I worked with, Caitlin. Um, and we were laughing, like, you know, we fought the good fight, man. We tried really hard to like, <laughs> keep it a, an essential magazine that was, you know, always accurate and, um, just, just, we tried to be as meticulous as we possibly could. And we really freaking nearly killed ourselves, um, trying to do it because, you know, as you probably know, everyone knows who's listening, like the magazine industry has changed radically and is in certain ways dying. I mean, people, there were layoffs, you know, staff was cut. Issues a year. When I left there, we were doing, 12 issues plus like four special issues a year. I mean, it was just crazy town. So, um, so, but I will say like in that growth phase of trying to appeal more to the mainstream, like I think it worked, you know, I mean, I think, and, and, and that, and that's where I think it, it, it's reflected back in like the larger culture. When I started doing yoga, you know, there wasn't a yoga studio on every block in San Francisco. So it was, more of like a it was more of a self-seeking audience right you really can't like, you can't walk anywhere in san francisco without running into a yoga studio now yeah i mean i just found a new one in my neighborhood the other day i was like whoa where did that come from <laughs> like it 
in it, it, it now it's in gyms and now it's, you know, at workplaces and all these things. And so, you know, I feel of two minds about it all the way it's grown. I feel like this is what I ultimately want for our culture and our society. I want people to have high quality yoga and, and meditation available to them. Like I, I want people to be exposed to these teachings. I think about my own daughter and like, I hope that maybe she'll be better to able to navigate her inner world. If she takes any interest in yoga at a younger age than I did. Sure. At the same time, like, because I'm married to a yoga teacher, I know the struggles of, um, I, 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 you know, I don't experience it so much myself because I'm not a teacher, but I know the struggles of feeling like, um, there's been more pressure in the past, like I would say even five years to move faster, to, um, to just always be moving, to not stop and break things down in class, to be harder, to make sure people feel challenged. Um, and you know, that, that just wasn't at all the way that it was when I started. It just like, you know, you take our younger classes, you'd spend like an hour in triangle pose. Yeah, (laughs) It was like, and and that's not really balanced for me personally either, but I definitely learned a lot about embodiment. Why do you, and that's what like, yeah. Why do you think things have? Sh- I mean, and, and I, I'm 100. I'm like, I, I agree in everything that you say. Although I've, I've, I haven't been a triangle for an hour. I would, I would probably not make it. But, <laughs> um, I, I agree. You know, I've been doing this for maybe, I think around like six or seven years, something like that. And even when I first started practicing, you know, I, I, pra- I first started practicing Ashtanga. So that's a whole different beast in itself. But like, yeah. what I've seen since I started teaching is completely different from even three years ago when I first moved to the city. Like when I first started teaching here and then even just seeing what people are doing, like there's been such a big and drastic change as to what's happening in classes. What do you think? Hmm. What do you think? And and why do you think it's happening? Oh gosh. Um, So again, like, being a mom of a pretty young kid, I haven't spent as much time in the studio as you have in the past few years in yeah. studio environments. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mostly just notice everything moving faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that's really hard because I just don't get a chance to quiet down. Like my, my mind doesn't stop when I'm moving quickly. And the thing is, I love fitness. Like you'll see me actually at the gym these days as much as you'll see me in, in a yoga class. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do sometimes feel like, uh, I just left yoga and I feel like I just worked out and I didn't used to feel like that when I left Uh, yoga, you know? So I, in terms of the why, I mean, I think that, I think that people are just, accustomed to moving faster and faster and faster in their lives. And it's harder to go into an environment, um, and just slow down. So I feel like yoga studios are forced to kind of coax people into (laughs) the yoga hold. And like a bridge is just a really fast paced class. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I mean, that's what I see. And, and, you know, the funny thing is I started in Ashtanga yoga too. And I mean, the stuff I was doing in those classes was no more intelligent than that your average full class today. Right. So there's 
faster, but I think the instruction is better overall. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like no instruction when I started doing Ashtanga yoga and I hurt myself a lot, a lot. <laughs> and I was told some crazy things like, you know, Oh, I was working through a release in my lower back or my hip and I should just keep going. And so, you know, it's always like, there's just to me, I don't know, the longer I practice, the more I just feel like, I just feel like there's so many ways you can look at things and it really all boils down to your own individual like journey and, and goal. Yeah. You know, some people maybe, you know, there's a lot more people, people doing yoga than there used to be. There's a lot fewer people doing like Iyengar yoga than there used to be, but maybe that bulk of a lot more people who just go to flow classes, which is totally fine. Um, maybe that serves them exactly in the way that they need, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe you get them to the point where you tire them out and finally they slow down. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And I also notice, like I'm getting older. Um, I'm not like, it's funny, Jason, I always talk about like, we're getting older. Um, it's not like I think of myself as old at all, but um, sometimes when I go to classes now and there's music on and I, I might even like the music, mm-hmm. but if it's a little bit too loud, <laughs> now I'm like, Oh, I wish they were in my head. I'm like, I wish they'd turn that music down. I can't even hear myself. Think. You know, it's like, it's just like, everybody's different. And I'm sure I don't think other people in the class feel that way. <laughs> Let's just, you know, <laughs> new topic. Let's talk about <laughs> Andrea's grandma voice. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. It's coming out a lot lately. It's just not pretty. Okay. Not so much of a uh, secret though, but like you can ask my students. I've totally, I'm in that same boat. I've like the, I've got the music a little more turned down and like, you know, <laughs> I'm more like, let's actually meditate for a little bit at the start of class. And like, and yeah. maybe it's just me getting older, but also same in my practice as well. Like I used to, are you kidding? I, I was, I was the guy that was like, let's do every handstand possible. Let's do this, uh-huh. this, 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 and this. And then, you know, I got injured and it, I mean, it, it literally forced, forced me to stop. I, I, I couldn't lift my arm higher than, you know, my shoulder. Um, oh. and, and as I came back to it, you know, I've, I've nursed my injury, but like, even now I'm like, Oh, that doesn't actually feel good for me anymore. I actually do want to go slower and just kind of sit for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, the thing is like the practice served you, right? Yeah. I mean, you needed to move really fast and hard at that point in your life for whatever reason. And then it was kind of like, okay, we're going to reflect back to you <laughs> a teaching, <laughs> which is this might not really be working for your body right now. <laughs> and you know what you meant, what you said about, um, just having people sit for five minutes in the beginning of class, like that's a small way that, you know, modern teachers who face pressures about, you know, you know, filling up their classes and making a living. That's a small way that you can bring in the, you know, the traditional way to teach, which is just to have people sit in the beginning, just to have people sit a little bit at the end and, or, you know, and notice the differences in the way that they feel. I think those small things can make a big difference. Same. I, I mean, I know, pers- you know, I'm, I am a yoga teacher and this is what I do full time. So I can only say this so much before it sounds like I'm being preachy or that I'm just trying to like, you know, sell something where like, these are the things I'm supposed to say. I'm a yoga teacher. But the truth <laughs> is, you, do you know what I mean? Like, I, like people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Danny, you're supposed to say yoga is good. And you're supposed to say like, you know, that uh, meditation is really good. That's what you're, you know, you're, you're a yoga teacher. That's what your job is. And I'm, but yeah. the truth is, 
you know, there, there are these certain students that like come into class and like, we'll do X, Y, and Z and they'll be done and be like, thank you. Like, this is the one thing that like helps or da, 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 da. And I'm like, I just need to put you in my pocket. And that way, when someone asks me about yoga, I just pull you out and you can sit yeah. there and be like, yeah, the meditation saves me. Moving slower is awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, all these things. Cause everyone, you know, it's everyone does like you said, everyone is moving. We're, we live in San Francisco. There's nothing slow about the city. Yeah. Except for, and like except said, for I mean, Muni. <laughs> Muni's the, Muni's yeah, the right. only thing that works slow in the city. Forever, forever and ever. I mean, and just, it's interesting that you said that um, you've noticed like the last three years, yoga's kind of gone on hyperspeed. And like, that's when that the last three years is when I've become addicted to Instagram. You know, it's like, Uh, that's when social media has really just kind of started to consume our lives. Yeah. So there's, it makes sense that there's that correlation. That's a whole nother, I mean, that's, I have a whole nother issue with that as well. I, I, it's, I don't know. Yeah. We'll get into that some other day. Like the the whole Instagram thing, it's just, it's insane. It's, it just drives me, it drives me bonkers. And, and there's, there's already, so much pressure in society as to like what you're supposed to look like and what you're supposed to be and da, 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 da. And then now there's like this seek of validation, you know, on, on social media. And if you're Mm -hmm. not doing yoga the way these people are doing it, then you're not doing yoga. Like half these people Mm. are doing acrobatics, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's tough. Yeah, no, I know I can, I totally, I, I can imagine like I, um, I see a lot of contortionism Oh yeah. Uh, lately. And, I mean, and I don't actually follow a lot of um, yoga people, which maybe <laughs> sounds bad, but I just, that's not why I started using Instagram. So it's just, I'm like, I just, I spent a decade looking at yoga poses for my job. Like I just, it's not the thing that kind of drives me anymore. You yeah, know, Andrea's had it with that crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not, it just does not, it doesn't do it for me looking at pictures of yoga poses. Um, so so I, I feel a little bit, um, out of the loop, but like, even if I just, if you just like hit search on Instagram and then stuff that stuff comes up, that's like, you might like, I see so much contortionism Yeah. and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's going to sort itself out. That's all I can say to you. That's going to sort itself out because that's not sustainable. I agree. I was, you know, like uh, I, 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 I was teaching a class actually last night, and it, it, just because it, it, it's coming up in my head right now. But I, as I was teaching it, we went into, um, you know, I was getting into to forearm stand, and you know what I was telling people was, try to get there. Don't push yourself to get there too far. But like when you're getting there and you start getting frustrated or mad or whatever, stop sit down and observe that. Like that's the whole purpose of it is so when you get oh, to that okay. roadblock in your mind, that's the yoga right there. That's when you're supposed to stop, listen and sort that out or just observe that that yeah. thing is there and what's coming up for you. It's not that you're getting into this arm balance or, you know, whatever handstand, but like what is going on with you inside, your, you know, like what's going on inside yeah. that's stopping you from getting there. It's so true. And also like, I mean, the nice thing about that little bit of instruction is it's like, helping people to pause and not just react, you know, you know, it's like, okay, you're feeling yourself having a very strong reaction. Give yourself a little bit of a space to just pause and be neutral about it and observe it. Well, and And, not not only that too, but like when you pause, you give, you literally, you give the people around you permission to stop. You know, when you take a child's pose or you come down for a break it tells the people that are nearest you like, okay, I can come down to a break too, because no one wants to yeah. be the guy. No one wants to be the guy that stops. You know, they want to be like, oh, yoga, hardcore, you know? <laughs> it's true. It's true. 
I know people need a lot of encouragement. Oh. I did teach for a short time. I, um, I taught for about two years part-time while I was working at Yoga Journal. And I just remember feeling in awe and uh, like with my students about how hard they worked. You know, I, it's just, I, I just noticed this, this human tendency to just work ourselves so hard. And I always wanted to be like, <laughs> guys, it's just a yoga class. This is totally ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like we're just taking like ancient shapes, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I, you know, and, and it was, and it was, it was really sweet at the same time. Like you, you see how much um, you see how hard we work ourselves and you see how much like we want to be acknowledged for our, our achievements mm -hmm. and you see like how much we want to be good, quote unquote, yeah. you know, you see like sort of the best, um, the best intentions in people, but you know, channeled in a potentially self-destructive way. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I think people forget too. like, if you were to go down or like into a yoga class and like lay in, you know, a 90 minute class, you know, and lay down in Shavasana for an hour and a half, that's tough. Mm, like that's, mm -hmm. that's not easy. That's way harder to me than holding handstand mm -hmm. for an hour and a half. Way harder. Yep. Cause you're, one, you have to get one, you have to give yourself permission to stop. Like, and, and I mean that, like actually give yourself permission to slow down. And that's a big, that's, that's huge in itself. Right. And then you have to sit in that stillness and then you have to deal with the thoughts that come up. Oh my God. No way. So scary. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I, I mean the first time I think like a 20 minute meditation, I was terrified yeah. I was just terrified. I was just like, I want to leave the room. You know, it's the minute, the minute the bell rang and like she closed the door and said like, you know, if you have a scratch, do not itch it. If you, you know, want to move around, try not to fidget. If you want to leave the room, please stay. I was like, no, <laughs> no escape from myself. <laughs> We're always trying to kind of escape from the feelings and like the, the, um, like the, the sensations and the feelings, you know? Yeah. And I think it's sometimes yeah. it's, it's nice to remind ourselves to stop, stop and just feel them. Totally. Yeah. Right. I mean, if, if you can't do that in the yoga room or in meditation, you, you're, you're not going to be able to navigate really intense situations in your life and, you know, skillfully, I guess. And yeah, you will, you, you, may, you may not make the smart, smartest choices, but yeah. Yeah. you just might not be so happy about what the choices that you make yeah. ultimately. Um, but you know, the other thing is like that you train up those, um, you train up those skills, just like you're training your muscles. Like you, you train up the ability, like 20 minutes now for me is like nothing to for a sit. It's like, Oh, I feel so good. Yeah. I'm just starting to get into it here. Yeah. Um, just train up and, and, and it starts to like get baked, baked into you. I love it. I love <laughs> more of it, but more, more, more of this, more of this. <laughs> you're, mm -hmm. you're one yeah. of those other people I need to stick in my pocket. That way, when I start talking about this stuff, I just pull you out on a keychain. Andrea, go ahead, speak away. <laughs> I mean, I'm only five feet tall, so I might fit in your pocket. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of like, I am basically child size. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I guess you are. Yeah, that's right. I, I do remember I, that. You're, I, 
I'm kind of mini. My daughter is almost as tall as me at this that's, point. That's cool. Like, I mean, you know, less expensive clothes. You don't have to buy as much fabric. Totally, totally. No, on an airplane, man, I am golden. I can like fit in any seat, curl up in a little ball and go to sleep. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful not, thing. Not I. I'm jealous of that. I get on airplanes <laughs> and I'm immediately pissed off. I'm like, <laughs> Andrea, I have one uh, more question for you before we take off today. Sure. Uh, it's one I ask very, very often and I always love the answers to that because they're really great. Um, you are on an elevator with five of the world's most influential people. They can be anybody, dead or alive, whoever they are. There, there are five of them. And okay. you're getting off this elevator and you have 10 seconds to turn around and say something to them. What do you say? <laughs> okay, but can I ask a question? Sure. Do, uh, do I... Um... Like, are they people that I appreciate? Um, sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just go. We'll just say yeah. But okay. Yeah, there are people that hey. you appreciate. Oprah's definitely in there for sure. Oh, okay. Well, forget <laughs> it. Oh my gosh. If I was getting off an elevator where that I just I hope I would say. I so appreciate the work that you do and the good that you put into the world. And thank you for helping so many people. And I love you. I love it. Well, well, 10, <laughs> ten points, ten point nine point nine all across the board. <laughs> awesome. I'm glad I passed that one. I wonder what are, some, what are some other good answers, Ben? I'll have to go back and listen. I don't know. They get people come up with whatever. I love you is a big one. They people love saying like, yeah. I love you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, there's the yoga crowd for you. <laughs> We're just so sweet. Yeah, right. <laughs> we try. That's, at least we try, right? True. We try. That's true. We're crazy. That's why we do yoga. <laughs> yep. 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 Andrea, yep. it has yep. been such a pleasure to get you uh, to, to, to come on the show today and just to chat with you. And I, I know we go back and forth on email sometimes. And it's just so nice to, to, to I mean, I listen to you all the time. And now it's just nice to, to be able to speak to you and, and to connect. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been super great. Um, until the, uh, the, oh, actually, you know, um, I'll, um, uh, so you've got your Yoga Land, yoga land podcast and you've got Instagram. What else do you have? We have a website for you and all that stuff. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, you know, the you can access the podcast on iTunes, on Acast, on SoundCloud, and on Jason's website, which is jasonyoga.com. Got it. I'll put that all in the yeah. notes and whatnot. Until uh, yeah. the uh, next Yogi Misfit session, this is Andrea and Danny saying peace out. Ciao.